Yes, thanks for joining us for the Thursday morning edition of On The Pace for this week as we look ahead to a good card of racing out of Penrith this evening. On the docket, we have nine races to look forward to and we are about to preview them shortly in the next 15 minutes or so as well. Hopefully there's a few winners amongst them for our listeners to chime into tonight. In terms of last night, we had Bathurst Racing, and it was a really good card of racing at Bathurst as well. Amanda Turnbull was able to get three winners on the docket, as we've pretty much come to expect from Amanda on a Wednesday night. But other performances of note, Best Bow, he's really turned a corner uh, since joining his new camp. He's now won his last six races straight. So uh, he's been racing in super form and he continued that last night and he's chiming, was able to register a well overdue victory. He's a really nice horse. He's chiming. He's been racing well and he got a win on the board last night in a slick time of 1.53 and 3 as well. As I mentioned, nine races tonight. The first gets underway at 5.50. Jack Callaghan's been driving in super form of last He's fresh off the back of four winners at Menangle on Tuesday and he has a, another really strong book of drives tonight. So he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Good morning, Brittany. Good, thanks. Is that a PB on Tuesday at headquarters with the four winners? Have you driven more than that before? I believe you have, but in terms of uh, at Menangle, it's not easy to come by one winner, let alone four. So is that right up there? Yeah, it's uh, definitely the most I've had at Menangle. I've had five a couple of times at Newcastle, but uh, to do it on you know, the headquarters of New South Wales Harness Racing, it was really satisfying. Just looking at the state premiership in New South Wales, it's dominated by you know, the younger brigade. You look at Cam Hart at the top, Jack Trainer's right behind him. You're currently fifth in the state driver's premiership. You must pinch yourself when you look at that list because... You're leading home the likes of Luke McCarthy, Blake Jones is there as well, just below you, Josh Gallagher, who's having a really good season as well. So uh, that must be pretty satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. It's obviously always a dream to be able to compete and you know have your name among those top guys. So to see myself up there this season um, shows that all my hard work's paying off. 84 wins thus far, so you're well and truly on target to capture that 100-win mark. Is that the obvious target, or have you had to sort of reassess and set the bar a little higher to chase down in the next few months? Uh, in terms of wins, I've never really set goals or nothing. Always, obviously, trying to improve on the last season, but um, more so just consistency at uh, metropolitan level is a goal for me. Um, had a pretty good season with the Saturday night racing and hopefully that can continue with you know, a few feature race wins as well. In terms of your, I guess, book of drives, you're getting drives from a lot of different trainers and over the last few months with uh, sort of Luke and Belinda being away, you've basically been uh, really well and truly in charge of that team and you've been getting all of the top drives as well. Now Luke's sort of back into the fray. In terms of your drives on Tuesday, you, of course, got one for the home team of Cobbity Equine there with Aldebaran Ravani, but it's not as though you have all your eggs in one basket. You're getting supported by a lot of trainers. Yeah, that's right, Brittany. Um, obviously, Luke and Belinda have been a huge supporter of me since I've made the move down here and 
I've been lucky enough to drive some really good horses for them and drive plenty of winnings for them, but it also comes down to all the other stables that have helped me along the way, even just the obvious guys that you know might drive once or twice a week for them. But it all adds up and any winner helps. Just back to Aldebaran Ravani on Tuesday as well, you must be really excited to be partnering up with this mare because we're obviously seeing her get better and better to the eye, but on the clock she's also getting better and better. Is there a time in your head that you think she can go at Menanga when she's fully wound up? Because, gee, she's fast. Yeah, she is very fast. Um, easily the best trotter I've ever driven, and uh, I think she's got plenty of improvement in her. Uh, in terms of time, uh, you don't like to say it, but I think she'd definitely be close to that, you know, 53 flat. She went 53.9 on Tuesday and um, did it with a bit of ease. So I think when she's fully wound up um, and, you know, even after she has maybe a break and comes back, this is only her first Australian preparation, she'll definitely be pushing that 53 mark, I think. And we had Duncan McPherson on yesterday morning and he's excited for the future with her. Radio tonight, a really good book and they all look genuine winning hopes. Many of them are favourites as well. So that's a pretty good lead. Let's run through them. Race one, number two, American Fly. This girl is so consistent. And last week when it all looked to be about Luke John, she, for a fleeting moment on the turn, really ran into the race strongly and sectionally she was great as well. So there's no Luke John tonight, so she's drawn well. She looks a really good winning hope. Yeah, she does. As you say, she's been extremely consistent of late. Um, you know, switching back from that Menangle Tuesday circuit to Penrith seems to have helped her. Um, she put in a really good run last week, just... Unfortunately, she ran into a pretty smart one in Luke John. And, uh, there's a few in here that go all right tonight, but it definitely looks like she, uh, she'll be a winning chance. She's got good gate speed. Your main danger on paper looks to be drawn to your direct inside in Bodine Western, who also has good gate speed. So how do you think this race plays out? Uh, I'm pretty sure Gavel and hold on the one. It's led its last year start. And, it's probably coming back in grade a little bit from that Menangle grade too, so I'm sure they won't be giving me the advantage away, but we'll definitely be positive out of the gate and up in the front half of the field anyway. Race number two, let's get rocking, is your drive here. Has had a freshen since he contested uh, that APG series through May. His trial looked quite okay last time out. What are you expecting first up here? Uh, expecting a really good run. I was really happy with his trial the other week. He usually takes a run or two to get wound up, but uh, he trialled as good as he ever has, and he's holding a lot of condition this time. And, uh, I know Michael's really forward with him, and he, uh, yeah, I think he went in a really good race. Okay, that's race two, number nine. Let's get rocking. We switch across to race three, and probably one of the interest runners of tonight's Penrith card is Barrett. He's first up for Belinda. Of course, he's raced pretty consistently in uh, New South Wales and also up in Queensland as well since he came across from New Zealand as a young horse, but he hasn't been seen under race conditions since August of 2019. I believe he was a TAB Regional Championships type horse when that sort of concept was being floated around and 
obviously things have gone quite pear-shaped somewhere. Tell us about this horse and how long has he been in the stable for? Uh, he's been in the stable for uh, a bit, uh, probably six weeks now, uh, maybe two months. Uh, he uh, had a few issues at the end of his last race in prep and it's taken a little while to come up, but he's had a couple of trials now and uh, he... He's forward enough and sh- should be a winning chance. What have you made of those trials? You drove him in the first there at Penrith and he was well beaten, but the time was good. And then you didn't drive him last week, but you were in that trial with him. So is it still going to take a few runs under his belt, as you would assume, just that race fitness to see him at his absolute best? Or have the team been happy enough with his trials? Oh, no doubt he'll definitely improve with runs, but... I think he's as forward as he can be without racing. So in terms of fitness, we won't be worrying about that in the way we drive him, but he'll definitely improve from uh, his run tonight. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how he progresses. Barrett, over to race number five, better be kept again for Michael Doltoff. This is a, I think could be a really nice filly in time. She's only had the one official racing prep and she sort of, I got to a high level very quickly. Last time out, she was midfield in the APG three-year-old Phillies final at Melton. But the team obviously thought enough of her to travel her away. She's bred in the purple, being by better's delight out of kept for pleasure. But what's your opinion of this girl? really like this filly, Brittany. She's, um, as you said, extremely well-bred. And Michael's done a good job bringing her up. Uh, she did a lot in her first prep racing some really good horses, uh, like likes of, you know, she ran second to Antonia two starts ago and then was fifth in the Group 1 final Melton in her first ever preparation. So uh, you'd expect her to come back even better and she tried good uh, last week and I think she'll run a really good race. This is her first look around Penrith. She's been to Newcastle, Menangle, Melton, and then, of course, she trialled at Menangle last time out. What seems to be a, one of her better assets is her gait speed. What do you think of her tonight from the draw? What do, how have you assessed the speed to your inside? And do you see there being any issue with the tighter turning circuit? I don't think Penrith will worry at all. Uh, she is quite a big filly, but well gated. and I don't think that'll worry her. Um, I think there's a little bit of speed inside her. Probably Marika Springfield might look to hold up, but she naturally comes out of the gate quick, so we'll be able to come out under a hold and probably look for a forward spot. Um, just in terms of what the other runners do, we'll probably way up to where she ends up in the run. Over to race number seven, and... Off your rocker crocker in terms of performance, well, he's gone one for one, so you can't expect a great deal more from him, but he's a, a roughie tonight, so this is obviously quite a strong race. Yeah, I think he's probably over the odds a little bit, Brittany. Um, he really impressed me last preparation with his trials and his first up run couldn't have been any better. Um, obviously, Jared Sauce goes pretty good in this race, but he trialled against him and I thought he was every bit as good as him in that trial. Uh, just probably the draw doesn't help him being outside him, but um, he'll definitely be in with a shot on the shoulder. 
And then over in your last drive of the night, race eight, number five, Don Lu. Again, a two-year-old here, but taking on the two-year-old performers. What What's he, the stable's opinion of this guy? He hasn't been too far away in his two Penrith runs to date, but he just seems to continue just to draw that little bit tricky. Again tonight, drawn out in five with a few dangers to your inside as well. Yeah, the draw doesn't help again, Brittany, but... Um... He's improved with every run and every trial. Um, he came out of the gate pretty good the other day, so I'm sure we'll slide forward with him. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to be there or not, but he's got a bit of strength about him and he should be pretty hard to beat. Really good book of drives tonight. Your best of the six? Uh, I'll probably have to say American Flyer in the first, uh, just coming back from that Menangle circuit. She's had a look around Penrith now and well, I think she should be pretty hard to beat. Okay, that's race one, number two, American Flyer, currently 270 tab fixed. And just wanted to ask you about Saturday night as well, whilst we still had you. Again, a great book of drives on Saturday night. Just in terms of the open class event, you were engaged with a few here. I noticed you're on Let's Catch Me If You Can and you've chosen to stick with pocket of terror but just back to let's catch me if you can his trial there last week was super so was that a hard decision to make or did luke kick you off uh, no nah, i i did have the choice Brittany, but um it was a tough choice uh he tried really good the other week uh, i drove pocket of terror for the first time last start and he really impressed me um there's probably not much between them but uh, probably just a bit of race fitness lent me towards pocket of terror. And I think it'll be hard to beat again. All right. That's in the Kevin Newman free-for-all on Saturday night at Menangle. Best of luck there. And also tonight, Jack, thanks for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, Britt. Jack Halligan there this morning on On The Pace and all of those horses that we discussed tonight at Penrith, a legitimate winning hope. So he could be in for a really good night at the office once more off the back of his four victories on Tuesday. So that Penrith card tonight, nine races. So uh, an extended card somewhat on what we can often be used to there. The first gets underway at 5.50, competitive racing as always to come. And then tomorrow, a really busy day in New South Wales harness racing. Wagga in the daytime slot. Also Newcastle and Bathurst tomorrow night as well before we roll into Menangle on Saturday night. Mick Gearham will be on board tomorrow morning at 10.30 to hopefully find some winners. I know that he had Jack Trainer on last Friday's edition and I believe both horses that uh, Jack gave a good push for were able to salute as well. So no doubt Mick will be doing his research to find many more winners tomorrow. So don't miss that tomorrow morning, 10.30 here on Sky Sports Radio and tonight at Penrith. Best of luck if you're having an investment.